Right. Say, Mark, good evening. How are you? Good. What's up, Susan? How are you? You doing well? Very good. Thank you. And thank you so much. And welcome to the Online Entrepreneur Podcast. Delighted to have you here. Yeah. Great to be here. Thanks for asking me. Well, thank you very much because we've known each other for a while and um, Mm -hmm. obviously a great mentor of mine and friend as well. But yeah. Maybe um, my audience of uh, newbie entrepreneurs, network marketers don't know you so well. So would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure, sure. I've been um, uh, marketing online since 2008 is really when I got started. Right. And, um, you know, I was a network marketer at the time. And uh, my goal was to learn how to generate leads online for my my business. And, um, I was struggling, you know, with, uh, you know, with finding people to talk to, it was just kind of a constant struggle. And, um, I was out doing all the normal things, you know, I was going out to gas stations and bookstores and trying to prospect people. And I just, honestly, I hated it, but I did it anyway, because I wanted to succeed at it. Um, but, uh, I knew that the internet was going to be huge, you mm-hmm. know, and online and, you know, it, this is a long, this is, you know, like 12, 13 years ago. True. <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, I knew it was going to be huge and play a huge role. So, and this is kind of before, you know, 2008 is when Facebook came around, I think somewhere around there, mm-hmm. uh, but when it really started to get fairly big and uh, it was before social media really, you know, had a big, um, you know, insert ins- you know, insurgence on the scene, but um, I just knew I had to play, you know, around online and figure it out. Um, and, uh, you know, I was definitely struggling financially struggling in just so many ways, but, um, I just kind of put my head down, learned a lot. Uh, and, um, I really just kind of stuck with it. And in 2012 was kind of my breakout year and it's been, uh, it's been a great blessing ever since. So what happened in 2012? What, what was the big change there? Was it just accumulation of hard work? Uh, yeah, but it was also the fact that I was seriously broke and needed food. (laughs) And, uh, I was just kind of got to a point where I was, you know, kind of fed up with feeling that way. And I just really went to work and, um, you know, I got to a point where I literally had no money in my bank account. I had like seven bucks in my PayPal account and, uh, we had no food in the house and I was just, you know, something snapped at that moment. And I just kind of went into this massive momentum action mode and yeah, it just uh, produced some great results. So, and I've been kind of riding that ever since, you know, some motivation, but yeah. And very encouraging for our listeners to know that it can be done when our backs against the wall and maybe because of that, as you're suggesting. Absolutely. Yeah. So there's so much going on. There's so much noise out there for the new entrepreneur, the new network marketer. What would you say is an essen- is a one essential starting point? Mm-hmm. It's it's uh, you know how long is a piece of string? Where do people start? Yeah. What what would you advise them to do? Yeah, so um, there is a lot of noise out there. The internet is an incredibly noisy place, uh, especially social media. Um, the place that I would start is you know work to understand the basics, but really find somebody that you trust, somebody that uh, has got results, Mm -hmm. uh, somebody that really teaches, you know, the ins and outs of how to do it online 
and follow them and really kind of shut out all other voices. I think the problem with a lot of people is they start to listen to too many people and uh, you know, they just, they, they get too distracted by different voices and there's, there's several different ways, you know, I know it's kind of a a crazy saying I'm a pet lover myself, but you know, there's a million ways to skin a cat, they say, or whatever, (laughs) a thousand ways to skin a cat. But, um, and all the cat lovers are like, Oh, I don't like that. Don't say that. It's just a saying folks, you know, it's just a saying. Yeah. (laughs) Phrase. Okay. Uh, but anyway, the point is, is everybody does things differently. Um, I know people in the online space that do things totally, completely different than me, but they get results. Mm. I do my things my way and I get results. And um, so it's just a matter of finding somebody that you trust that has results and can teach you how to do it, you know? And so I I definitely, you know, and the other thing too, is you got to take this as a, um, a real, you know, nothing happens overnight. And I think too many people come in with the idea that, you know, I'm going to make a million dollars by next week. And that's just not reality. No. Is it feasible? Of course it's feasible. It's feasible. You could ra- launch a rocket from your backyard. It's just more like, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, but you know, the, the, so the point is, is just come in with the right mindset, understand it's going to take work effort uh, to build skills. And it's just like any other career. And I'm just thankful that I looked at it more long-term when I started because I didn't want to go back to work. You know, I didn't want to go back to work for a, at a job, nothing wrong with jobs. I just didn't want to do that. Mm. So come in with the right mentality, uh, focus on the basics and stick in for the long-term and continue to get better and better every day. And mm. eventually it pays off. Yeah. And it, as you say, it's, it's so about learning and, and you're very strong on video, aren't you? Um, tell us about how video can be used. Is that something that a new person can yeah. go for? It's so easy today to do videos. It's ridiculous. I mean, when I started doing videos back in 2008, you know, we didn't have all the cell phones with videos on it. You know, here I am. This is 13 years, but in internet technology years, it's a long time ago. Mm. And, uh, you know, we didn't have the ability to just shoot a video on our phone. You literally had to have a camcorder, yeah, uh, I remember those. <laughs> record yourself, and then you had to get a wire to connect it to the computer. And then you had to remove, you had to like record it off of the camera onto the, you know, the, uh, yeah. the computer. And then if you wanted to do any editing, you could do that. I mean, it was a royal pain and, you know, it was, it was quite something. So when those little flip cameras came out, that made it a little easier. Um, to do, but you know, in the end it was, you know, wasn't it as easy. Now you just turn on a phone, you can do a video and have it uploaded in, in you know, all in a couple minutes. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So. I remember taking my kids to water parks in Florida actually, and, um, getting out this big equipment and cranking it up. And I don't think we ever get a chance to look at those videos these days. Things, things no. move so no, far. It's, uh, it's way easier today to do video. It's just a matter of getting out there and doing it. Too many people are afraid of it, you know? Yeah. So. And, and is there any special, you know, you've touched on equipment. Is there any special equipment people need other than their phone? Honestly, no. Um, you know, I've used video uh, over the years to literally make millions and millions of dollars online. And, uh, I have 
the only special equipment here is my microphone at my computer. I have two, you know, I have lighting set that I paid 80 bucks for on Amazon. And if I want to be away from my computer, I just use my phone and that's it. And uh, I kind of purposely stay away from all the fancy stuff. I've contemplated several times getting a nice like DSLR camera, Mm -hmm. spending 1200 bucks and get a nice camera. I may it someday, but I've been thinking about it for the last six years. So (laughs) I'm not in any rush to go out and buy like this super fancy equipment. Just not. I like to keep it simple and, you know. Yeah. And keeping it simple gets action happens when you keep it simple, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So let's move it forward a bit. People have got their network marketing or their, their particular business started. Would you recommend over time adding in other streams of income? Um, yeah, I mean, it really depends on what your goal is. You know, I'm not really in network marketing anymore. However, mm-hmm. I do work with a lot of network marketers that want to learn online marketing. Um, so, you know, I think, you know, there's really, um, you know, it's just kind of a matter of what your goal is, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, figure out what your goal is, uh, what you want to accomplish and then kind of choose the path. Like I said, everybody does everything different. Yeah. You just, you really got to find somebody you trust and kind of go after that. Yeah, absolutely. Because we hear a lot of people moving around network marketing companies, they say moving on perhaps to do other businesses. So branding themselves, that mm-hmm. in the UK, not a lot of people are doing that. So yeah. could we touch on how people can brand themselves as opposed to being with an affiliate or a, or an actual another company? Tell us what you think. Well, I, I look at branding very differently than some people. Um, some people look at branding as like a fancy logo or, you know, which it can be that like, you know, if you go to my site, I have a nice looking site, you and do. it's got my nice little logo with my name and everything. And, uh, but a personal brand is very different than a corporate brand. And today it's very easy to brand yourself personally, like build a personal brand around your name. Uh, and it's very easy to do that because people have more of a trust with a person than they do with a corporation, you know, and it's not to say corporations are bad. It's just that when you have more of a one-on-one connection with somebody, you really tend to connect better with that person. So um, it's more personable and it it carries more significance. So, um, but branding is really kind of like just one question, really. Um, When people think of you, what do you want them to think about? What do you want them to say? And, you know, it's like for me, when I, when I share a lot, I either want them to go, you know, I kind of want them to go, he was a really nice guy, but, you know, on a business side, he was just one heck of a, you know, a lead generator. He is one heck of a, a marketer, you know, and uh, he taught some really awesome strategies that, you know, that work great. And that's kind of what I go for. You know, I teach a lot of video, but I teach a lot of the fundamentals and pillars of, of online marketing too. So say more about the pillars of online marketing. I'm sure that's intrigued a few people. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's, I could go definitely in more detail, but I would definitely say that some of the biggest things people need to build are an email list. Number one, Mm. that's the one of the biggest assets that you can own. Uh, I'm real big on blogging. I love my blog. Um, that's an asset of mine that I own. Um, all the content on it is I own it. I've been blogging since 2008, since Mm -hmm. I got online really. Um, and you know, uh, connecting with your audience really is a huge thing. Um, 
you know, there's some other ones in there, but having a solid content strategy is a definite huge pillar. You know, um, content creation is what online marketing is really all about. Sure. You can go and post ads on Facebook and you can post ads on YouTube and Google. And I do that. I mean, I, I absolutely do, but I also create a lot of content too. Because content is really what, you know, makes the internet hum, so to speak. So Absolutely. And we should say it, wherever you're watching this video, listening to this podcast, we're going to put Mark's details below so you can find that blog because your blog is full of great content. It's an it's amazing resource. Well, it's a, it's a, it's an asset too, you know? And I mean, it's like creating the, those pieces of content. I want them to last for years, you know, mm-hmm. um, where I can have people refer back to them and, and things like that. So. Mm. Because we, we, the buzzword we hear is content, content marketing. And I think a lot of people are just randomly throwing things on social media, which, you know, in the beginning, we all make mistakes. And But yeah. I, I feel there should, should be more of a plan. And I want yeah. to help people plan it a bit more. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, there should be some level of, of um, you know, there has to be some level of content. And, you know, Doing things on social media is great, but you have to remember, we don't own social media. Absolutely. You may have a, a great Facebook group, but you don't own it. You could wake up one day and it'd be gone. Mm. And uh, so that's why I put a lot of focus in the things that I own. Mm. Um, you know, and nowadays too, like, you know, I, for, for a while there, I was really using uh, Facebook messenger marketing and cause it was working really well yeah. and, and it still does, you know, to, it, it absolutely does. I mean, messenger marketing with messenger bots is very, very, is very, very effective. The difference is, is that I decided to stop putting effort into it because I wanted to focus on assets that I owned and I don't own a Facebook messenger list. Facebook owns it. So I started putting more effort into a text list. And honestly, I get just as good a results with a text list as I did with messengers, you know, as in, and as in phone text. Yes. Yeah, and phone texting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've noticed marketers here in the UK using um, text. Yeah, much, much more. It makes a load of sense, as you as you say. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of people won't perhaps understand owning and not owning, as you as you said. Yeah. They've learned this from you as well. Owning our email list, having an autoresponder, mm-hmm. and um, we can go more into that. And own yeah. your blog. Is there anything else that we own? Because a lot of people do think I've got my LinkedIn connections, I've got my Facebook yeah. connections, but those are the real like three, an email list, blog, and uh, a text list. If you want to mm-hmm. go even further, those are the three really that you can own. And of course, you know, I do videos and I put them on YouTube and I put them on my blog. Now I don't own YouTube. I don't own the account, but I also, I still have all my videos. You know, like if I had to upload them somewhere else, I certainly could do that. It's true. You know, it's not that I couldn't. No, so. no, absolutely got them there. So just the last sort of, question about for the new marketer, whatever business they're in, let's say whether in network marketing or got a service that they offer. Um, Mm -hmm. If we had to pick a couple of skills that they should learn, what would you suggest? Because, you know, it's a new, new area perhaps and people have got existing skills, but adding things, what is it? Is it, what is it? I'm not even going to make a suggestion. (laughs) You mean like the, the types of skills that they should develop? Yes. So definitely marketing and generating leads. That's a big one. Learning that. But then also, you know, learning how to communicate with people through emails, yeah. uh, you know, things like that and connection, you know, 
Um, building an email list is kind of, it's like one of the fundamental things to online marketing, but it really doesn't accomplish much if you build a list and then never email. <laughs> and I see that happen all the time. Like, yeah. you know, marketers like, oh yeah, I'm building a list. Like when was the last time you emailed them about three months ago? It's like, what are you doing? Like, you're absolutely killing it. Like, you know, that, that list is essentially going to mean nothing if you don't do anything with it. Yes, it'll die. I, I send emails, you know, three to five times a week, pretty much almost every day, Monday through Friday, mm. you know? Um, so I just don't typically, I, I started doing a Saturday roundup where I, you know, send out, you know, some resources throughout the week where people can go back, check them out. Uh, but then I don't typically emails on Sunday cause I'm usually take the day off myself. So, yeah, but, rest. So, but yeah, that, that's really the, the skills to develop, learn lead generation, learn how to communicate with that list and then learn content creation mm. and start creating content that, that can be meant to be out there. Cause I generate leads on content I did years ago, you know, so, well, good good products, good content will yeah. stay around, won't it? And there's, however good we are at whatever we do, if people don't know about it, it's basically right. point, pointless, isn't it? Yep. Okay. Now the fun part. Um, you've probably not heard of a, a programme we have on Radio 4 here in the UK. It's called Desert Island Discs. Hmm. But at the end, they get to ask the person who's kindly been interviewed a couple, three sort of fun questions. It was more than three, but I've chosen three. So are you up for three sort of fun, lighthearted questions? Yeah, of course. <laughs> okay. So you have to imagine that you're on a desert island, okay? Mm-hmm. You've got your immediate family around you. So you can choose one piece of music to take. What what music would you have available to you? Would it be like um, like a genre of music? Or... No, no, it has to be like one record, one piece. Oh, oh I got you. Okay. <laughs> We can't give you such a wide choice, I'm afraid. I'm such a lover of music too, so that would. Yeah, be I know it's almost impossible one. to choose, isn't it? It's basically asking um, your favorite pieces that you could listen to over and over again. Yeah. Um, oh man, and I have, I have my Apple Music right here. You know that I, I have so many. I, well, I would probably have to be like my one playlist that I have, <laughs> and uh, it's all my favorite. <laughs> It's all my favorite heavy metal and rock songs that I love. You know, I grew up in the 80s, so I'm I'm a rock fan. But uh, you know, if I could take that playlist, I'd be I'd be happy. I could okay. I, could. I think we'll let you have the playlist as I yeah. sort of sprung it yeah. on you. Didn't <laughs> I, I just it's hard to pick. There's so many great music musicians. Oh, just... If I I would probably if I had to choose, I would probably take uh, a Metallica album with me because I love Metallica. Right. Yeah. Okay, cool. I've I've recently been, I was rediscovered Bob Dylan and then I've, I've been listening to Stevie Nicks, Fleetwood Mac, which I saw in the States. So Great. how to choose, it's, you know, yeah. it's just impossible. Okay, next one is, um, given that you've got um, the religious book of your choice and you've got Shakespeare, mm-hmm. what one book would you take apart from those two? Oh, probably the one book that I think changed my life uh, from a success point of view, uh, from understanding what it takes to be successful at something is The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. Uh, I I could read that book over and over, you know, Uh, that's definitely a great book. Super simple to read. It's written in like third grade English. Mm. Anybody can understand it. And, And it's just a very profound book. As simple as it is, it's super profound. That's interesting. I say that's really interesting because we tried to find it recently and we 
it's out of print here in the UK. We managed to find oh, a really? second hand one for our household. But yeah, yeah. slight edge. Yeah, absolutely. And the final question is you can have one luxury. Oh, on the on the island. Yes, we've got Desert Island with all the usual, nothing available. Uh, <laughs> probably a toothbrush and unlimited toothpaste. Because <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't that wouldn't be good. That makes sense. <laughs> oh, so thank you very much, Mark. Mark, tell us where can our listeners find you, and um, we will we will write it in the um, the show notes as well. But where can they find yeah, you? Just on my blog, markharbert.com. Um, M-A-R-K-H-A-R-B-E-R-T.com. Uh, that's, that's where I, you know, put all my stuff. That's where my home base is online. So it's the best place to find me. And currently, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're running, a, um, as we speak, uh, a course about blogging, aren't you? And setting yep. up websites. Am I right? Yep. It's called the Six Figure Influencer Method. And um, it really goes into um, how, if you ever look at any top online marketers out there, um, they all pretty much have their own sites, their own blogs, their own place to put content. And it's uh, it's definitely uh, one of those things that I believe is necessary. You know, it's not necessarily like if you're brand new, you have to go out and start a blog. That's not necessarily the case. But if you plan on being around long term at some point, you really want to get that going. So. Awesome. Awesome. Great. Mark, thank you so much for joining us today. Really appreciate it. Lots of gems. We covered, you covered a lot of things in a short space of time. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much indeed. Don't forget guys, wherever you see this, hear this, we've got the show notes below and all the details will be there. Thank you very much.